Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as the iPhone X. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95. And they do sunglasses too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. You can choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way, you can try all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. Daniel wears Warby Parker and now he can actually see me. And I'm considering a divorce. Hey! So to get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Warby Parker. Modern eyewear made simple. Thanks a lot. This is Grizzly Kiki. I'm Daniel. And I'm Robert. And welcome to the recap of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 4, Episode 3. And joining us is Lady Quesadilla. Hi! Buenas noches, muchachas. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias por tenerme aquí. Y muchas gracias por el pernil. Mm. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone Always. in between. Uh, the girls, today is Christmas. I know that I should not be divulging that information. Oh, that's oh no, it's fine. Merry crema. Um, um, and it's the first time that I'm not with my blood family in Texas. Um, and the girls are having me over for pernil. Um, and I just want to say thank you. Muchas gracias. Thank you very much. Oh, you're thank you for joining um, us. The food is delicious. And I just cannot wait to get into this episode. And oh, go in, girl. I know. And we're also doing this a little early. Because oh, yes. let's talk about that. This episode <laughs> leaked a week what? ahead of its airing, mm. so I'm very excited about this. What and how? Did, I wonder how this got leaked. <laughs> I mean, mm. me thinks, <laughs> me thinks that oh, there's a conspiracy theory that uh, that Wow Presents Plus <laughs> or just oh, Wow shit. was a bit, you know, like uh, being petty oh. and being like, well, if a certain contestant is going to be the way she's being in general let's uh you know um what do they call that um speaking against the empire yeah you know i mean you, you can't fuck with that emperor you know what you saw what he did to luke skywalker like mm -hmm. luke skywalker? I don't know. which one is from that, star wars it was really Derek barry on her season Ooh. that's luke skywalker I mean, is, isn't that when it started to go downhill for RuPaul? Isn't Luke's, oh. Luke Skywalker's blonde, yes? Yeah. Right, yeah. All right, so that makes could, sense. He could be Courtney Act. Yeah. <gasps> oh. She also very famously spoke against the, the, uh, the Emperor. I don't know if it was the Empire or the Emperor. It was the Emperor. Emperor. Yes. Um, and, and caught some flack for that, which... Mm. Wait, was it you all telling me that uh, Courtney can't be in the country because of visa purposes, or is that... What? Oh. No, we don't know oh, anything. Oh, I, okay, okay, clearly I I'm know nothing. now. <laughs> I think I'm just spreading rumors now. Someone told me that. Really? That they, like, outstate their, um, like, visa. Oh, um, shit. That's why they're not allowed in the... I, I feel that I... By the way that the two of you are looking at me right now, I feel that I am clearly making well, stuff up, so... That's I mean, the, but we never leave. Our facts are America. We, we like barely leave our apartment when we come home from work. So 
But you I know, we don't know. know that because you all know everything about drag. I'm going to say ooh. she I find it a, a little bit more than suspicious that she is spending so much time in the UK. I think that like maybe she's preparing to move there. But my understanding is not allowed in the, the, the United States of America anymore. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know if what you're saying, I don't, I don't want to start any rumors, mm-hmm. but it was my understanding. It. You started it. it. It was my understanding um, that uh, she had like the special citizenship that they give for people who have like was an alien of extraordinary talent. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. you yeah. Like, yeah, extraordinary talent. Huh. Well, white people. I mean, she was on regular ass TV in the UK doing a Christmas special. So good for her. Good for you, girl. Get it. And yeah, I like she just her. Have, like fucking Bianca Del Rio adored. Yep, Dubai that was on the. Mm-hmm. Um, she had them play the three wise men. <laughs> it was very fun. We only saw the opening number. I'm really excited to watch the whole thing. Cause yeah. If the opening un- number is any indication, the whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. No, but you know what? Like, fuck Looks these really good. Uh, immigration systems. Like, right. actually, no, like, let me check myself and fuck these immigration systems. And I hope you're making a dollar out of this, sis. Which Agreed. I'm sure you fucking are. Agreed. Yeah. She's fine. She's fine. She Border- also, I mean, borders are imaginary anyway. She's the, she's the toast of, of London right now because she just won. Well, she didn't just win Big Brother. Although, wait a minute. I think hers was the, la- the last. It was like season. last they year, yeah. After her season. Oh, did they cancel Celebrity yeah. Big Brother in the UK? Yeah, I think oh. so. Well, anyway, enough. To, we're not here to talk about Courtney Why, Act. Why are we wow, talking about her? Courtney wow. Act Thanks. broke. <laughs> Courtney Act broke the franchise. Wow, there you go. Well, Big Brother, not what we're talking about. Okay, yeah. No, so, that, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Like, so yeah, this leak was not an accident. I don't have proof of that statement, but I will. I would love to start that rumor. This leak was not. I an mean, accident. It's, you know, it makes sense. Look, folks, when you are not nice, when you are not kind, even if you have to play a role, even if you have to play the villain on TV, when you mm-hmm. are not nice and you don't play well with others, and that means like the sex club too, and the sex party too like people are gonna do you dirty (laughs) and it sucks when people fucking do you dirty on Mm -hmm. national tv and they fucking leak your Mm -hmm. episode yeah it's also like if it were me i would be very just because i don't know that's how i was raised was to be deferential to people in general Uh is to just like okay i'll just you know these are the rules i have to play by and unless they're like ridiculous and i feel like i'm being abused or whatever i'll just i'll you know i'll play with the rules well you know we're clearly talking about you know who hamasaki aka geogun wow i'm gonna actually have to ouch that statement because that was (laughs) offensive (laughs) um so I think I'm waiting for the oops. I, oops. The oops. Well, I didn't oops oh, it. She oops. has to oops right. it. Oops. Sorry, go. I forgot the I forgot the rules. Oops. <laughs> um, I um yeah I I think that somebody doesn't like her and her speaking out again like we were saying earlier speaking out yes. against the emperor is um is mm-hmm. you know and we're not talking about Yuha Hamasaki though just in case I didn't say that I no I know <laughs> I said you know who I know. But just in case. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Then you, okay, whatever. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the... Well, they go right into the maxi challenge, which is Snatch Game of Love. Um, and then there's this thing between Trinity and Gia where Trinity... Or, or Gia tells Valentina that she's doing Caitlyn Jenner and then Valentina informs her that Trinity is doing the same character. Um, they are in two different segments 
So couldn't they have both done it? And then like mm-hmm. Ooh, production would have had the perfect like side by side imagery. Yeah. Perfect. But again, but this is like on season seven with Violet Tchotchke and uh, Miss Fame, we're going to do um, Donatella Versace, remember? Mm-hmm. And so it seems like it, it, it seems to me like it's not just them, but I feel like production is also like we can't have two of the same. But see, even like uh, on a regular snatch game, to me, it makes sense of why they wouldn't want mm-hmm. uh, two of the same characters. But okay. here, it would be it would make perfect sense of why it would be okay to have two of the same characters, and in fact, why it would be like the ultimate challenge. It would be really right? good to have them, because you know, to have that comparison. Put, like, them, uh, yeah, you know, like they would be able to put like that, you know, slice them up and put both of mm-hmm. them, yeah. you know. Ooh, and make to one another and be like, <laughs> all right, bitches, who is the oh. fiercest of and, them all? And make right. for an even shadier edit, too. Imagine. Absolutely, yeah. All the times the one who was good was really good, and then the other one was me. Um, do you think... How do, how do we feel about the idea of uh, Gia being talked out of playing a trans woman in favor of a cis person playing a trans woman. Does, uh, that, does that conversation even matter? I feel that at the, this point, in that this conversation instance, I mean. is um, a bit reductive, right? Because this is yeah. comedy or maybe not reductive, um, but it, it really just like, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. at this point, uh, the challenge is what will be the funniest thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and although I do recognize the importance of representation and I absolutely know the importance and will always be an advocate for trans people telling their stories especially in um a stage like this one mm-hmm. like this is about being funny girl well exactly like, about being fucking funny. and and also it's like she like she confronted trinity about it mm-hmm. you know and trinity's like well but okay well i'm gonna do this like and it seemed to me like gia was hoping that her just being trans meant that she got it and like right to me it's like you're saying you know it's about being funny and gia i think in many ways just relies on her transness and her being a woman to get her through and hmm. and i mean i'm and i don't know how to say it in a, in a less it, but like that's what she's constantly referencing also it's like hmm. she is constantly i'm better because of this because of this i should get this and it's I, like i see you what know you're trying to say I see where you're coming from, but I don't think, and you know what? And the reason that I'm interjecting is, no, no, go ahead. I've also thought about this. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it's necessarily like Gia playing this, um, uh, the like, just because I'm trans point of ellipsis. Mm-hmm. It's just that I think that maybe into some aspect, it's like this moment of reflection for us as like cisgender mm-hmm. gay men, right? That like we get to look at ourselves in the mirror and be like, ooh, when have we been those individuals? Mm-hmm. Right? right? Um, more than anything. Of course. Because, uh, you, uh, because again, I have had those thoughts of mm-hmm. like, what card are we gonna play, right? Mm-hmm. And like, hello, I will be the first player person mm-hmm. to like pull out all my cards and be like, "You need my EBT card, girl? I gotta have it right here." <laughs> <laughs> like and tomorrow, the twenty sixth, I get another one hundred and eighty eight dollars, girl. So let's go to the movies. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> but, but you know, but no, I, I see where you're coming. It's just from. yeah, right, it's, right, it's right. a lot because it's like, and then you know, Latrice was like, "No," but, you know, she countered her when she said that, and she's like, "This is not." 
not like this isn't what that's about. Like we're stripping all of these things away. And I mean, this is Drag Race is not an even playing field for anybody. But, you know, I feel like Latrice made a very good point. Just the in, well, exactly. Right. <laughs> Well, and, and it's not even yeah exactly but it's like latrice made a really good point with that being like this is not what it's about and then it's like okay well if each of if each if either one of you you know had to pick somebody else to do do your backups and trinity mm. was like yes but they're my backups like basically i feel what trinity was saying was they were my backups this is what i really want to do because i'm gonna have fun with it pan over and it's like oh so you didn't put in extra work gia to come with alternates either like yeah. you're you're you you have this one person it seems like you want to do her because you seem like it's going to be it's going to be easy you know what I mean Caitlin but you're so confident in that that you don't have backups well who shows up without backups what's what's really interesting about that to me is that well first and foremost these girls have all gone through this because mm-hmm. i don't think there's anybody left in this cast that didn't make it to their snatch game yep. in their season Gia included mm-hmm. and she had the issue on season 6 where she had brought a Selena illusion and they talked her out of it uh, during RuPaul's walkthrough. So she had to do the backup character, which ended up sending her home. Mm-hmm. So you'd think that someone who is like someone who has already gone through this would would show up better prepared absolutely just based on that experience i mean obviously mm-hmm. everyone needed to show up better prepared but, yeah you know um well, I mean, you know so where that went for some of these girls you can only help it so much i guess again um, that at the end of the day it's you know and i know that i have said this for uh, this um for this uh, episode, because I feel that uh, you always bring me for the Snatch Game episode, um, that a- at the end of the day, it's about being funny. Yeah. Right? That it has nothing to do uh, with uh, how close to the character you may look like. Uh, right. Like the person that you're trying to imitate, like it comes and, you know, Valentina is a perfect example of that. Like, yeah, Valentina, there were some moments that I was like, oh, bitch, you are Eartha Kid. Right, mm-hmm. right. To me, it was like uh, because like I'm a history buff um, and I love to do that type of like dramaturgical um, research uh-huh. that um, I, that I knew that it's like, oh, Valentina did all of the research that she mm-hmm. needed to do. But right. like it, it didn't serve her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, that's not what this challenge mm-hmm. is about. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's about being fucking funny. Yeah, right. um, and I love her in this moment when the girls are trying to talk Gia Gun out, um, where she's just like being a ham and being like very close to Gia, like blink, blink, blink. Did you come up with anything else? Like very, um, just like cartoony. And mm-hmm. I think that um, I think that Valentina understands what her charm can get her at this point. Which, um, which I think is why she's coming mm-hmm. off so good on this season. Yeah. Um, compared to her original season. Uh, let's get into the first groups. Um, group one uh, was Monet as Whitney Houston. Well, I mean, let's start with Monet. Um, what what went wrong here? <laughs> uh, everything uh, like Monet girl. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And I think that that is one of the difficult things about coming into this. Um, into any into you know uh the snatch game and all stars 
uh, from like your snatch game of you know your regular season, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and especially for someone as Monet who won her season. Right? No, she didn't. Or she no. just did really well. She, she should have. Really well, right. Yeah. She should have. Right. She should have. In my mind, she. Won. Yeah, I thought she was great. Right. It stood right. out to exactly. Me. Um, in my mind, she won. Um, then you know to do so well and then just you know and then come with like that. Um kind of anxiety right that mm-hmm. it's like oh, i did so well how am i yeah. gonna do for this one that like from the very get-go it just fell flat on its face and i think that like we saw that from the moment that the girls were like yep. running their characters and she put on that wig and it was what like you and i said to one another it's like that wig has nothing no nothing to do no. with miss yeah yeah i mean i thought the the thing is whitney's a hard a hard choice well not it's not a hard choice rather i I think that whitney houston is a it's a you have to tread very carefully with whitney houston obvious choice exactly it's an obvious choice for the black girl Mm -hmm. that like everyone's like oh you gotta go do whitney Whitney, like yeah bobby Bobby christine well exactly and the character it's like I, i i think that you can see like whitney houston when she's parodied it's it's quite formulaic like oh you have a bag of something or you're sweating or you know you have the whatever and i still go back to when sahara did whitney on her season Mm -hmm. there was some of the like the 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 hyper like part of whitney's character when she was you know at that part of her career and like how like jumbled she was yeah but it wasn't like she was also st- uh, still alive exactly so whitney was still alive yeah. yeah and but but and sahara also, did it so well and it wasn't like disrespectful and again trading right. carefully with whitney because it can go yeah it well, can just go like poorly so so quickly i'm a little surprised because on season 10 they talked asia out of doing whitney houston mm-hmm. because they wanted her to p- play a pay a more respectful homage like homage to her um and then you have Monet, who is clearly trying to veer in that direction. And it's just not really like because you can't go as far over as possible. You're not really going to make it like she didn't even seem like Whitney to me. It no. was like Monet. Yeah. Right. Like, it I don't know. Like Monet trying to do, uh, you know, parody of. A real bad parody. Right, right. Yeah, it was a real bad parody. Right. right. It was real bad. It was like she was doing an impression, but she wasn't like... She just didn't... Like she wasn't she even didn't look like her either. at Barracuda. Ooh. <laughs> wow. I know. Wow, wow, wow. We're going to move on before we get into more trouble. So... Uh, Naomi. Next we have Naomi as Wendy Williams. Good uh, fucking, you know, right? this morning when I was, um, I had already seen like little excerpts of this episode and I had seen like a long clip of Miss Naomi doing Wendy. And this morning I was watching Wendy Williams and good fucking job, girl. Like, yes. you know, like I feel that like everyone has, um, kind of like pigeonhole Naomi because Mm -hmm. she is like this beautiful supermodel which like she fucking is this beautiful supermodel but she is so much more than that and this was like the perfect episode um, and the perfect challenge for her Mm -hmm. that she did a killer killer Wendy Williams yeah I was surprised yeah I I, I, and it's like you know we'll get to this when we talk about Valentina 
Um, but it's like Naomi obviously did like a character study and was using the voice that she created to imitate Wendell Williams, which was, you know, very, I think, true to, to Wendy's way of expressing herself and her voice, but engaged. Yeah. And was like part of, if Wendy Williams were there, how would she have reacted to this? And so it wasn't just Wendyisms. It was Wendell Williams is here today, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and she waited till the end to do like a little cheap, you know, like Wendell Williams falling gag, which was just extra. Like it was, it was just a little extra part as she was leaving. It wasn't, it was unexpected. Yeah. It wasn't like what she focused on. So I I thought that was very clever. I love that the makeup was different Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's one of the things that we don't see when, uh, I mean, if we're going to go back to Monet for a second, it was Monet's makeup and you know there there needs mm-hmm. to be some kind of transformation when you're doing an impersonation absolutely for this mm-hmm. yeah. uh next up we have trinity to tuck as caitlin jenner which how do we feel about that what do you think Kesa? i think that it was genius yeah i think that it was like you know like regardless of like yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because it was just it was so fucking funny that it does not matter what uh caitlin jenner uh sounds like Mm -hmm. speaks like or even dresses like is that uh trinity was able to uh really like Focus in on a really like maybe even like minuscule part of this character uh-huh. that mm-hmm. we think we know mm-hmm. and make that funny. Yep. Yeah. Because like uh, probably none of that is relevant to who Caitlyn Jenner is as a person. Mm-hmm. But because mm-hmm. she was able to make all of that funny, mm-hmm. she slayed it. Yeah. 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 And it was down to even like the facial. I mean, you know, forget about her just changing her makeup because that was also incredibly different. It was just her physicality was such a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of girls who do Snatch Game, like they focus on like the outfit or sound bites, you know, but then like this was, this really was one of the most cohesive snatch game characters. I think that there's ever been Mm -hmm. because you had mannerisms, you had the look, you had the the outfit that like where the hair was, it was a, a very, very like studied character. Yeah. But again, like, she or was more there. Than studied character. It was a committed character. Exactly. Yeah. Which, yeah. at the end of the day, that's what this challenge mm-hmm. is all about. And so you yeah. said there, there are things that she focused on that might not even be a part of Caitlyn, but she used aspects of Caitlyn Jenner to mm-hmm. be able to to speak and interact. And like, it was funny, but it wasn't disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of how oh, people yeah. feel about Caitlyn Jenner, there are a lot of things that you can just like, you know go down the like the uh you know the easy path and like low-hanging fruit and then it just gets very vulgar and disrespectful and you know probably even transphobic but this was just she was just impersonating caitlin jenner right right you know which i really liked um what do we think of valentina as eartha kit because i didn't think it was as bad as they were making it out it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't um and to me again to me it was so interesting 
that Valentina went with this character, right? Yeah. Because um, there was a moment in the episode where, where Gia asked her, it's like, why didn't you just go with someone as, like, Selena? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and Valentina responded, it's like, because she's, like, it's not funny. Yeah, right. And I think that, again, this is one of the things that um, I, I've brought up in this show. And I, you know, like, when, like, I think of my, like, moments of, like, grandeur and, like, you know, like, thinking of myself that I'm somebody. Um, and like being like oh when I auditioned for this show like who am I gonna audition for um, Snatch Game right and this is like where the Latinas queens mm-hmm. this is where we struggle right because mm-hmm. like who are we gonna do aside from like we can't do Selena because like Selena is is not funny yeah and, and like, right? like how are you gonna make her there's and, no way and, and you know like and I feel that like we can make her funny because she is like this a deity mm-hmm. right like she is this she's like the Virgen Maria right right and like you cannot make the Virgen Maria funny right mm-hmm. um right and like you can it do... would take a lot of work I think right. yeah if yeah. you were gonna do that right I um, also think because I would Selena love it if somebody so... did the Virgin Mary snatch game though I I think that if if you I think because Selena is so revered, I think that it would be really, really, really difficult to do something that is both respectful to her memory and also funny. So I also don't see where that turns into anything. Right. It doesn't. Like, Like, well, we could make like a shtick about like eating pizza with hot sauce and like what else could but we do? that's not funny it's right. just like a fact right. or, mm-hmm. or maybe not right. i don't know like right. yeah exactly. you're absolutely right so um, um yeah i just i think where i where valentina went wrong here is i think that she probably got really like in her head and nervous before she did it and she had all of these sound bites prepared um, that didn't get. I, f- I feel like they weren't delivered properly. Mm-hmm. So well, I she wasn't engaging. That's like she wasn't engaging with Gus Kenworthy, who was the the bachelor for this group. Yeah. Like she. I mean, I thought. I thought like again, like the the voice was really good. I thought the mm-hmm. makeup was great because like yeah. it was a completely different face. Um, and again, she achieved this character without doing blackface, which <laughs> is great because right. again, even though people know not to. People still do these things. Right. You know, so the hair actually really give her credit for that. Mm-hmm. Just, like, it looked she really didn't well she didn't done. darken her face. Right. It was, you know, her skin tone just right. with like the eyebrows. You know, it was very different. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that she played with her really well, but you have to like you know, much in the way that like Naomi and Trinity did is that you have to use what you've studied to basically you know, say how would Eartha Kit react in this situation? Mm-hmm. And, if and it's anything, like, yeah, for me, it like highlights how smart Valentina is, mm-hmm. right? That like we know that Valentina has come into this competition, um, very calculated, and you know, and everything that she is doing is strategic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it was one of those moments that it's like. Oh, this bitch did her dramaturgical fucking research. Because that's a reference. She fucking found out that Eartha Kid had beef with her mother. Mm -hmm. And she, like, right, like, oh my God. Right, like, that this shit, like, it was smart. It, Mm -hmm. it, It was, it showed Valentina's genius. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, and people um 
not that they underestimate her, but they don't give her credit for how smart she is. You know, that they want to pigeonhole her for uh, being fake or for being whatever. Yeah, for mm-hmm. being fake. And it's yeah. like, um, excuse me, there has been how many white bitches that have played that exact same role mm-hmm. and none of you have said anything. Right. Yep. Right. Mm. Good point. Uh, we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about group two and the runway. So stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the kiki going. And we're back to talk about group two of uh, the Snatch Game of Love. Um, and their bachelor was Keenan Lonsdale. And group two was... <laughs> Sorry. He's a real what? cute. Oh, sorry about what? Now I just started thinking about Keenan Lonsdale. It distracted me. He's a real um, cute. He is really cute, isn't he? I still don't know who he is. Uh-huh. I didn't recognize Does him with the long hair. No. Does that make me not young and relevant? Well, I was just going to ask both of you if we know, if we feel we know enough about Keenan Lonsdale. Absolutely not. No. Him, yeah. No. Well, I feel like a certain like cross section knows who he is. Like, I mean, you know, drag races core audience now, which is like teenage girls. Right. So, but the thing is like, I remember his face. It's just the hair made him look so different, but Mm. I thought he was really cute and like flirty and like just seemed really into the challenge, which I liked. Right. Um, and like, I, I mean, I know who Gus Kenworthy is, so it wasn't that big of a, like a stretch, but I, I thought, I thought he was really cool with it. I um, thought Gus Kenworthy was an actor. I'm so stupid. Me too. I'm so stupid. Me too. <laughs> um, so first on this group, we have Monique Hart as Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, this was Monique. It was Monique, but you know what? There were a few moments that I thought it was like, I mean, it was Monique as Tiffany. Yeah, it was Monique as well. Girl, tell, show me where, because she owes oh. she owes Tiffany Haddish an apology. You know how they made uh, uh-huh. how they Alyssa. made Alyssa apologize to to uh, what's this girl's name? Yeah, <laughs> they because like this was so bad. This was so bad. Like I just have nothing else. It was just bad. There was nothing entertaining I didn't think it about was it. That bad, but it wasn't Tiffany. No, it wasn't. And I, I'm like, was this supposed to be like the white dress that Tiffany Haddish wore to like three different award shows oh i didn't put that together is is that that. girl like come on and that that pocketbook because it's not a handbag that was a pocketbook like that's not no i i didn't i didn't like it i didn't like the hair the makeup was weird to me it was just especially like especially to me the so this there's a story that's like very well documented about um tiffany haddish having a bag that is like a designer knockoff bag and then um as like you know as like a gift um jada pinkett gives her um a a givenchy bag and so she no longer has to wear her um her uh, designer knockoff bag which she then described in detail so like I think Monique could have, if she really wanted that detail, she really could have gone there. This did not look anything like the bag that was described. So she could have gotten the knockoff Michael Kors bags they have on Groupon because that's exactly what 
Well, yeah. Like the bag that Tiffany Haddish had was a knockoff Michael Kors that melted. Well, the lock. The lock, There yeah. was a lock on the bag, and in the heat, when they were filming um, Girls Trip, um, the bag, the, the lock melted, and it broke. Yeah. And that's when Jada Pinkett was like, girl, you're making money now. Like, you can feel, and she got it and was like, you can feel free to sell this. You can do whatever you want, but you need, like, here's a nice handbag. It was, I mean, it was more, I, I just finished listening to the audiobook of Tiffany Haddish's uh, The Last Black Unicorn. So tell us the story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tell us the story. <laughs> and, and Jada did it more as like, you need to keep up a certain appearance because now people are going to expect you, like now that you've been in this this big movie, people are going to expect you to look A-list. So she was, it was kind of like a, I'm going to take care of you moment for her. Um, so she can't keep so. taking care of me for a while. Right? Wow, wow. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, she got that uh, Pickett Smith money. Right? Yes. And Talk about empires. Clear empires. Right. What? Wow. Um, let's talk about Manila as Barbara Streisand. Ridiculous, stupid. It was great. Out of control, but because of that, it's what yeah. landed her in the top two. Yep. Yeah. She looked like a <laughs> like a, a top. like a drawing of Barbara Streisand, <laughs> which I loved. Like if if Barbara Streisand were played by a bird. That's what I was getting. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was great. I I mean, I enjoyed the visual of it. I feel like her jokes were not they were like it's mildly you know funnier. What? At that point, I feel that it's very difficult to like gauge what the performances were. Uh, because of what Gia did. Yeah, this yeah. group Gia this group was like, hard to, the to gauge. level of unprofessionalism. Like it was just like it was out of control. Romper room the fuckery. Romper room fuckery. Buffoonery. Like that I feel that mm-hmm. it really it took away from everyone and everything yeah. that um that again I feel that that affected everyone's performance. Because they yeah. were all trying to like reel her in. But also not break character. It was it was a very interesting like viewing of improv because yeah. like as their characters they were trying to like calm her the fuck down. Yeah. Um. But what I liked about Manila again it was kind of like with um you know with with Trinity is that it was the tiny details that really like brought the character to life like you know the oversized like mo- like mock neck sweater the mm-hmm. the nails also which are you know something that i don't think a lot of people know that barbara streisand is known for you know are these incredibly long nails and it was just a very studied like interesting look i think and and the fact that she had like multiple dogs because she cloned her fucking dog like yeah yeah she had her dog cloned yeah case of this look your face is amazing right now by the way because <laughs> you're like what white people they clone things. Wow. Am I close enough to the mic? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, let's talk. I don't know why you changed this. I had it written out very clearly. Um, Gia Gunn as Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, <laughs> what do we think of her performance? <laughs> You're, I'm, I'm leaving. I mean, <laughs> I thought this was offensive. I don't know who Jenny... Well... Bo- Jenny Bowie... Bui bui. So I did some research because I wanted to know specifically since um, Gia used a, um, I think she used the Japanese, um, like, 
Yes, she said mm-hmm. konnichiwa. I couldn't think of it. I'm sorry. Japanese I'm sorry. language. I think no, I was going to say a Japanese greeting. That was the oh, word I was yeah. looking for. Um, she used a Japanese greeting when she was, you know, saying hi to RuPaul. I was like, are you sure that this character is Japanese? And so I looked it up and, and this woman's story, like Michelle said on the runway, is fascinating. Um, but she is Cambodian. And so never yep. does the... Like, does any Japanese... Because she goes from Cambodia to uh, Thailand and then uh, at one point Vietnam. Like, she's traveled, you know, in, in like, her, I guess, refugee status, I guess it would be called. Because she was mm-hmm. leaving... Um, her and her, her entire family were leaving Cambodia during uh, the war. And so, uh, anyway, I just think, like, if you're going to do something like this to someone who has, like, worked... They like has such a, a a difficult background in terms of like just staying alive, mm-hmm. like really at at the bare minimum, just like staying alive. Yeah, I think like this this woman deserves a little more respect than this. It's also like, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, I'm Hispanic, so if I do like a stereotypical Hispanic character, like that's I guess okay. But this was just so it it was essentially the way Angela Johnson does her crystal gel like number like that's what this was it, 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 it's yeah it, it, you don't know angela johnson it's this mexican-american comic who does this who was bonquique and I, and i think people are right, familiar do we know everybody knows who she is skit. okay fine yes. so it's the nail salon yes. skit i think literally that that was the accent that was the affectation like i'm offended again you know <laughs> who has to say oops this time is it me is it daniel <laughs> everyone <laughs> oops it's Ari Kiki. say it wow <laughs> say it with me oops um but yeah i um i just she was just like awful awful and like latrice said it was the um it it was a um a sour sport you know trying to Mm -hmm. sabotage everyone around you so that you get the most airtime but what does airtime matter if you're not saying anything worth hearing or doing anything worth watching so sorry um let's uh let's talk about Latrice says Della Reese. Who didn't get to do her character. Like we don't know what that character was because um of the buffoonery and fuckery mm-hmm. that was going on. But yeah. low key, no shade to my mama, because you know that Latrice is my sister and I love her. She's my mother and my sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I don't know if like in the long run that was um gonna like work a, out like get out of jail for free card well i was looking at it a lot like that because it's like latrice seemed to like like you saw manila at certain points like breaking character a little bit when she was like interacting with you like one point she tells her like shut up yeah you just hear yeah. her say shut and it's very quick but for the most part she was like interacting with her as like barbara would have but i think that latrice was so like and 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 like seeing how seriously Latrice takes this, why would you? And how professional she is, why would you fuck with her like that? Why would you continue to do that? And then later on, be like, "Oh, it wasn't my intention." Fuck you. Because Bullshit. talentless people have to have strategies too, and yeah. this was her strategy. I'm gonna. She did it mm-hmm. to Farah. She was moving on to her next victim. Yep. I truly believe that. But again, like you said, Kesa, maybe this worked a little bit in Latrice's favor. Yeah. Because who, you know. I mean, because I don't think her De La Reese was was De La Reese, right? I'm I really want to know if De La Reese wore floaties on a gown at some point. 
Mm-hmm. It was very confusing that outfit. Yeah, that that costume. Um, I feel like that costume was from the third and, uh, season be, of Touched by an Angel. I think uh, to she be wore honest, it. like I have to go back and do my like serious? research on Taylor Reese, and maybe that like shows the <laughs> ignorance of I, who I am as a faggot. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure she wore it on the Christmas special from season three of Touched by an Angel. So if you look that up, I'm disconnecting um, all of this. <laughs> I love that Case is the only one that's like, I don't buy this for a second. And here I am Googling this shit. <laughs> I've never seen a single episode of Touched by an Angel. I just happen to know that Della Reese is one of the she cast never wore She never wore it. things like Oh, here she, she is looking like Superman. She but never not. wore it. She okay, never did now it. Now I know who. Did. Okay. <sighs> Even the hair is not right. No. Like the hair that Latrice did. It's not right mm-hmm. to uh, to what she did. Anyway. I mean, I knew who Della Reese was, but like there was. I love you, Latrice. Are we seeing... Make sure that when you win, you get that <laughs> show made for us. Oh, because, my God. Um, Snapchat bought it. Oh. Oh. Word. Right? What? Anyway. <laughs> That's exciting. Right. Um, so are we seeing a little a little internalized transphobia here with uh, Gia calling Latrice a man? Is that is that what we're seeing here? Does anybody else feel I that way? I feel that that was, uh, more than anything, it was someone desperate attempting anything. Okay. She picked, yeah. She picked on Latrice. There she was, and it was just like, like thing after thing after thing, and it's like, <gasps> like it was so cringeworthy. Yeah. I felt so bad for Latrice. Yeah, I mean, she can hold to her me, own. It was but like, like fuck. I'm gonna say anything and everything that I can for mm-hmm. not only airtime, but to cover my ass not to cover my ass but like to say something to say something for the say is for the sake of saying something right and when you're actually good at being strategic like shangela is for example hello you only need say one sentence a good well-crafted sentence can can unnerve your opponent properly Mm -hmm. somebody who's good at this shit doesn't need to talk so much right Mm -hmm. right um we go back to the workroom and we see Gia trying to apologize to Latrice for being the racist bullhorn that she was. Um, <laughs> do we think that this was, well, I don't think this was genuine. I, I don't think that there was anything about this that seemed genuine. And I don't think that this conversation was geared toward, like, I don't think Gia went into the conversation with the intention to apologize to Latrice. I really think that it was just like, some i don't know like chit chat while she's gluing on whatever shit she's mm-hmm. gluing onto her jacket yeah i don't yeah i don't, I don't think anything no it was I, like I very little is, we have a few genuine. minutes for you know some mm-hmm. you know outtakes for some outros for right. some you know yeah. talking heads i mean yeah. it was like when manila was talking to latrice and latrice was like you know touching up that bang for what seemed like 20 minutes and right. it's like oh we see when manila was dressed up like she was uh investigating a crime yeah um i really enjoyed that inspector gadget <laughs> um i love how the girls are all talking about relationships and um and then monet out of nowhere is like do you think we're alone in the universe are there alien drag queens like where did really where did that come from monet <laughs> Random girl, mm-hmm. you are gonna be alone forever. I love it's it. It's gonna be you <laughs> and Bob. Oh, <laughs> as eggs in a basket. Um, Could you imagine? I I feel like Monet has been spending a lot of time with Tammy Brown. Wow. wow. Like, I mean, I loved it because mm-hmm. like this Monet's silly like that. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, it just it was it was such a like an awkward segue to that conversation. Like, what if this was <laughs> Monet's strategy? 
What if the producers to told the me girls. to do that? They were like, hey, give me a non sequitur. Like, mm-hmm. do it. Did I use that word right? Let yes, you did. you did. Let me know in the comments. You did. Um, you paid $40,000 for that <laughs> word. Um, the runway this week is Boots the House Down. Oh, wait. We need to talk about the judges. Um, oh, the judges are just the people from the Snatch Game. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the runway is Boots the House Down. And so everyone is supposed to be wearing boots. Why is no one wearing boots? <laughs> Why, Why is no one wearing boots? Is no one wearing boots. I would be wearing like cowboy boots. Right? Well, I would be wearing like something similar to like what Valentina wore, but just like the cowboy boot version of it. Yeah. Right. It's also <laughs> like this is, I mean, because I said earlier before before we we started recording that I would just show up naked with boots on. But it's like if it is boots the house down, you either show up naked with boots on, you know, some sort of nude illusion. Like, th- th- like this is the point, girls, where like bodysuits are totally the thing you should be wearing because then you get to show off the boots. Or in much the same way that when we get to her, Monique did you like it is a story yeah. that you're telling and the boots are really fucking phenomenal right you know um but i also feel like this is a very hard challenge to interpret because it's like right. yeah it, for some people no robert's over here nope um disagree i mean i i i think it, it's easy to get but then to sit there and say Hmm. What the fuck am I going to do? That is exactly. Down? That's the hard well, part. Okay, bitch, if you had to do an outfit for Boots the House Down, what would you do? I would do something that is very. Um, who's the designer who did those boots for Michelle Obama? Balenciaga. Balenciaga. I would do something very Balenciaga inspired, but with like a lot of stuff on it. The whole thing is, I think the challenge was clear. Give me a, an outfit and wear a statement boot. That's yeah. basically what this is. Wear an outfit, statement boot. Like the ones Farrah was going to wear. Right. Which were in her oh my Instagram. God. If you haven't seen her, um, like the, the whole video they make after the elimination, she shows the boots. They're stunning. They're dripping, Dripping in like, like rhinestone chain mail, like statement Do boots. we know we know who the designer yeah, of those? Juan Chavez. It was Juan Chavez. Chavez. Yeah. He fucking, he outdid himself with those. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. From LA. Yeah. Juan Chavez. Case of calling. Let's talk about Monet, who's not wearing a boot. Um, I mean, she's not. Okay, she's this wearing the, the shoes from her entrance she, look mm-hmm. with pants on. With them. pants on top. Yeah, I Go love. Ahead. I love this. I think she looks like a gorgeous cyborg Barbie because her midsection doesn't look real. Right, this like it's not. <laughs> it's it's just amazing. Like it's so it's well sculpted. Right. I like this real. idea. It's like sexy football player from the future, but mm-hmm. in a video game. Like yeah. like almost Hunger Games, mm-hmm. but you know. I love the hair. I love the nose ring too. Yeah. That was a cute like touch. Yes. You know? I think the whole outfit the whole outfit. The whole outfit is really good, but I it just this is like my own personal thing. I was like, oh wait but your pants stop and then there's the shoe and it it just felt that was like the tiniest little detail. But if we're going to scrutinize, but it was glaring, it was was glaring glaring issue because it's like a different texture. Like it didn't look like a spat because that's what I think this was going for. Yeah. Was that the, you know, the patent part was supposed to look like a spat on top of the boot. Right. But these are pants with shoes attached. Well, not even. It's very obvious. Yes. But, but other than, I mean, if this were not a boot challenge, 
this outfit for whatever it was gorgeous right very well made i, I wonder if domino made this for her yeah, absolutely right i mean it's, it's, it, it, it's like it has his yeah. his yeah, like name written over it um next we have naomi smalls and i Why don't know what viewers uh, you cannot see this reference that we have but in the picture that we have it looks like there's a ghost behind naomi and i just want to be like girl there's a ghost behind you girl where you don't see this, this? Right it's here, it's girl. a, a oh, piece of fabric yeah it's the fabric that she's holding yeah. behind her back it makes it look like there's a person oh, behind her there was too much going on here i'm just scared yeah like and, and you know this shoe does not look like anything else that she wouldn't wear mm-hmm. like in one of her regular runways absolutely they're gladiator sandals basically right, right. i mean i i but get what she's heels. going for here it's kind of like you know mcqueen's like highland rape collection with like you know the horns and the ribbons on yes. it and mm-hmm. i i get it's kind of equestrian and bondage but like i want the boots to stand out yeah and they don't and like the fact that there's so much fabric like piled on top of itself again it, it just it's not cohesive to me and this was not a statement boot because i feel like she would wear this on like a regular basis right it's not it, it as beautiful as they are it wasn't like spectacular yeah to me and they, I, they said as much too i also hate these um these like bustier harnesses that girls wear because then you can't like you can't fill them out mm-hmm. and so because and I on top of that be able to fill them out well but I on know. top of that <laughs> they're on top of your outfit so they're going to shift out of like they're going to shift throughout the entire yeah. runway it's not nothing worse know. than a cockeyed bodice well there you go <sighs> next. next we have madonna oh i mean trinity taylor but or like, trinity the tuck oh. i love this i need to say this closer to the go mic. ahead <laughs> um it, like such a cheap madonna version <gasps> no they gusta i no me gusta and i don't know if it's because the wig is so tacky <gasps> and I, I love and this I, and i think it's just because like i'm so spoiled with like who my wig designer is and like uh-huh. the, ty- the level of mm-hmm. wiggetry that i bring out to the mm-hmm. runway every time that this is a tacky wig that like this Marilyn like is I know that like I bring to the runway like a Neo Merlin, but they like, no, this is not done right. I don't care what any of you bitches say. Like this is ah! not uh this Marilyn is not done right. Wait, but do we um, think it I'm gonna counter you one I'm gonna interject here. I don't think this was supposed to be a Marilyn. She is. I think it was a very nineteen eighties like feathered like no flip. this is a Marilyn. You think that's what it was supposed yeah. to be? But it's because- not Marilyn, it's not direct Marilyn, it's Marilyn through Madonna. That's what right. I see. Right. Yeah. But uh, then at the end of the day, you have to remember that everything when a hair design does this little swoop, it's either a Marilyn when it goes this way or it's a Dolly when it goes the other way. Okay. Hmm. Because that's that's what the design is. And this is just, it's just like a kitty. It's a kitty Marilyn. And, uh, and okay, so Kesa, get over the fucking hair because, like, whatever. <laughs> like, we don't all have Yeah, I'm over here yeah, like, like, I don't want to live in right, your hair like, binary. Right, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking perfidia. Get the fuck over yourself. Right. The rest of the outfit, to me, looks like when <laughs> there is this really great, like, meme video of, like, Rihanna looking at the um, costume that... um. 
that Cardi wears in her like money video, like the all of the watches, but uh-huh. it's not like Cardi wearing it, and it's just like Rihanna like looking at it without like anyone in it, but she's just like, oh, this is tacky. <gasps> this is so tacky. Oh my god, I have <laughs> That's not what seen I look that. Like. <laughs> at wow. Why? I just. And I think that's uh, see now you're making now you're making it me look wow now you're making me look at it closer. I I don't I don't like the silver taps on the shoes. I think that's oh weird. Oh my god. Okay. But but there's something about the way that she came out. It just seemed like I liked okay, I liked the way the hair bounced. I thought her makeup looked great. It just it she sold it to me kind because of. Because she sold it to she you. She sold bitch, it. Like, it was not There were know? too many buckles on these boots. I will say that. that there were far too many buckles. At least boots. it was a boot because this is the well, first boot. Yes, true. True. And I'm not going to boot it. Um, let's talk about Valentina. Oh, I think we're pretty unanimous on I'm our just going to draw a heart around her Pero on my contact sheet. Like, uh, like uh, uh, to me, uh, the dare ultimate she? shade. To me, the <laughs> ultimate fucking shade is that the only criticism that was given to her was that like her chochita was hanging a little low, <laughs> and it's like I'm sorry, the chochita Mm-mm. on this costume was meant yeah, to hang. They're a writing bit low. pants, and it's uh, you know, my costume designer uh, told me the name of it the last time that I saw him, and I can't remember what the name of it, but like th- that's done on purpose. Yes, yeah. And it wasn't bunchy. Right. It moved as she moved. Like, okay, she is like these are not boots on like a cat suit. It is th- like the ho- I don't even know. like the she whole is, thing. The is whole a thing boot. is a boot. The whole thing. Like is it. when she turns yeah. sideways, there is a zipper from the arch all the way up to her chochita. Like it is, <laughs> she zipped in, and that. And I don't want to use the c word, but it is the c word. Like this is this is next level drag it is it you can tell it's like the smoothest calfskin you know it's caramel like the the pleating of the bodice and it it just there's no chichos hanging over the hair which apparently she grew you know (laughs) where is that like we we saw trinity like we saw trinity (laughs) styling it on her and there was lace i mean she must have implanted it but like right she looks (laughs) stunning this is alien elegance, I think. Like, this is gorgeous. You know, looking at her, I, you know, I'll admit to uh, uh, you all and to everything <laughs> that it's very difficult for me to, like, not compare myself to Valentina. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a gag, right? Like, how the fuck can I try to compare myself to, like, Valentina? Because, uh-huh. like, she is so gorgeous and beautiful. But, like, the reason that I compare myself to her is because, like, we both follow this, like, you know, Chicana mm-hmm. trajectory, right? Right. Um, and like, oh, bitch. And oftentimes, like, I try to jump on that, like, um, hate bandwagon of Valentina, but mm-hmm. I can't. I I can't because um, I knew the fierce competitor that she was during her season, mm-hmm. and now seeing her on All Stars is like, oh, bitch, you came ready, like, prima, you came ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like seeing her on this season, it's like it's such a like a relief. It's like, bitch, you better do it for all of us. Mm-hmm. And it's like seeing my like my really pretty cousin that like got everything that she wanted in life. Mm-hmm. And I was like the, you know, the fuck up cousin who oh like did all of this to herself and sent herself to rehab <laughs> and made herself positive. Wow. Wow. Well, Pizza. everything you ever needed to know. 
Um, but you probably and I'll ask. just add to that that <laughs> sorry that was like a bad segue. <laughs> I have this other list about you, Kesa. Uh, no, the fact that, like, I, I have to say that I, I really appreciate that <laughs> Valentina. We're gonna take a fifteen-minute break, right? Ouch! Um, We're gonna put a little. She put a little ice on that burn, right? She's obviously like reflected <laughs> and has really come back to redeem herself. Yes, Honestly. and I and I like that. Like, yeah, this is a more. I and I, I said it earlier in this episode. Mm. This is a more. Um, <laughs> This is a more, uh, fuck, why are words escaping me? A more um, self-reflective and um, and whatever. I, I, I'm sorry, goodbye. Self-reflective and self-aware? <laughs> self-aware. This is a more self-aware Valentina. Thank you. Good night. That's why we're married. Let's take a break because I clearly need one. Um, and when we come back, we're going to finish this runway. Uh, you know, if... Uh, if that's what we're meant to if do. If I can stop being so fucking offensive. <laughs> Stick around. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. We're back and we're about to talk about Monique Hart and her boots runway look. I think uh, you know um uh, who's going to jump. You go. We're all jumping. Um also, I and I think that uh, one of us <laughs> made this comment while we were watching the episode. I feel that maybe she was the only one that like actually went through with what maybe the um challenge was asking uh -huh. for. Mm -hmm. Um I didn't like it. You didn't? I did not. This like being it. the third time that we that I that we've watched this episode, it's it, it's grown on me cuz I've been able to like really take in all of the elements of it cuz at first I was like I don't know and but I I think this is really cool. Um the, the cape is gorgeous. The cape that's like looks like it's like hooked on to the top also. Yeah. It's just so beautiful and unlike her red jacket from last week's episode mm. she understood like she worked this coat yeah okay she has these little poom poom shorts and she has her midsection showing which for a lot of queens is kind of hard to make it you know like look like quote unquote feminine or or give it a less boxy shape just mm -hmm. so that it's a little more interesting mm -hmm. and she she whoever made this for her knew where the rise of the pants should be like how far down the the, the top had to go i thought this was great and the mm -hmm. whole idea of like red riding hood like skinning the you know skinning the wolf and like turning it into boots and like the eyes lit up like yeah. i thought it was really cute but you also didn't lose the delicacy of the boots because when she would turn you could see the stiletto like it wasn't like a muckluck um i disagree with that oh, I, I i will say i like the story that this outfit is telling more than i like this outfit i think this outfit's cheap and i think that wow. might be what Kesa is feeling when she looks at it yeah that's yeah. exactly thank you you're welcome thank you <laughs> 
But I still, like I said, I enjoy the story. And if we're putting it in the landscape of the rest of these boots, um, I think that like she came, like you, like you said earlier, she came ready to do this particular challenge, not a different one. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have Manila in this bondage bunny outfit. Ill gross by next, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> This Why? fucking gusting. Like the fact that she tried to like t- uh wait uh Tom of Finland Tim. <laughs> a Tom of Finland. Tim of Tinland. Like, Tim of Timlin. Tim like, of Tomlin. Yeah, like Tom no, this was nowhere Tom, Tom of Finland. This was Tim of Funland. <laughs> like no, <laughs> no, no. Tim of Farland. Disgusting. Goodbye. Next. I didn't mind it. I, I thought it was Tim interesting. Of I, Ew. <laughs> I couldn't hop down a runway in boots i mean i couldn't walk down around wearing boots so i you know i thought it was cute i like the concept i appreciate the nerve of her having to hop down the runway the whole time yeah right but that that was like the redeeming quality of this yeah, yeah again this doesn't fit in the challenge mm-hmm. to me yeah so um then we have gia Gun. wait so what challenge did she think this was who cares? Was this like country? Was it denim? Was it cheap satin boots? What was it? Whose jacket is this? This is Courtney Axe jacket. Yes? No, she had this made for this. Are you sure? I think so. I want to say Courtney Act wore this on their season. No, she didn't wear this. They're I mean, not friends. No. Mm, no, they are. Oh, they are? Yeah, they're they're friends. I I think I I don't I don't hate this outfit in in like as a whole, but mm-hmm. I don't think this has anything to do with the challenge. Mm-hmm. On top of that, it's like Again, you want the boots to stand out, mm-hmm. not be like cut, you know, practically like a quarter of the way down, like cut off. And then what I'm looking at are boots that don't really match the outfit at all. Like they're purple. Mm-hmm. So like if you're trying to do this like denim story, mm-hmm. it's not working. And like the extent of what you've done to these boots to change them or make them what you think is like stand out are like these little feather like fascinators at like the top and you know the toe mm-hmm. it just and and they just look cheap i don't yeah. like them you know f- like if we're focusing on like the fact that this is a boot challenge otherwise i don't mind anything really yeah but this is a boot challenge so boots by yeah <laughs> done um i'm trying to wait i'm trying to find a certain photo because i think i figured out who I think she bought this from Morgan McMichaels, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, are you thinking of of, of the thing Morgan wore in her season? Yes. I no, am. that was black and it had little braids on it. Right. Like little little lacing details. Th- this is a very common oh, coat shape. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like you're this right. is like a like a pirate coat. I mean, it's beautiful, but mm. and she looks great. I'm just trying to place it because I know mm-hmm. I've seen this coat before. Um, she might have worn it before. Let's move on to better things. What about mm-hmm. Latrice? Oh, great. What? Uh oh. You don't like this? No, you just said, "Oh, great!" Like you were not excited about. No, talking I said about it's, this outfit. No, no, it's great. I love that Latrice is wearing a skinny heel. She has like the, this these hair. These, uh, I'm oh, loving this Who is high this hair, like mommy? fire engine Latrice, red pony. Mommy, mommy. <laughs> Never seen Latrice like this before right, with that hair. Right. She looked gorgeous, and I love this like rhinestone fringe, like sparkle mm-hmm. it looked great like, i want a gown that's just this right, right? imagine <gasps> how gorgeous oh, a gown how heavy. Oh, oh my god and you they'd hear you coming girl right they, they, i mean they already they already do, do. <laughs> i know i know <laughs> i <laughs> so we're not mad that there isn't a boot here i, I guess. see a boot oh is there a boot under that 
Yeah, they're, okay. they're like okay. the the chains go from the top of the like they're all attached. I mean, I love this. I love this look on her because mm-hmm. it's so different than what Absolutely. I feel like we normally get from Latrice. Yeah, um, it was and really I, sexy. I want I want more of this Latrice. Yeah, I yeah. really like this Latrice. Yeah, um, and I want see, more of her in red hair. About what you all told me about who you all think you all know are the final. Well, let's not talk about that. I know, I know. We're not. Not in public. I know, I know. Not in public. Also, they're rumors, so like, take them with a grain of salt. True. Um, (laughs) I like my food salty. They told me that the finalists are Sharon Needles, (laughs) Trinity K. Bonet, (laughs) (laughs) Pork Chop. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can you imagine Sharon Needles versus Trinity K. Bonet? Who would win that lip sync? I think her name is Trinity. Um, Let's talk about... But they would give it to Sharon. Well, Politics aside, um, let's talk about the top two, which were Trinity and Manila. So, Surprising. I was really, at but that. they were the Hold ones up. that Let the bachelors picked. Well, that was like I feel like that was not a good way to make that decision because I felt like uh, I felt like Naomi needed to be in the top as yes. well. Um, and I mean, making my own personal decision, I would have chosen Trinity and Naomi. Because I Very really true. didn't think yes. I thought Manila was better than the rest of her group, but in terms of the challenge as a whole, I think those were the two stars of this challenge. Oh, but I, I think I think that you know yes, but I think that they were doing like you know they were comparing them within their each group, so it was right. like you know the top the like the person that that got picked from each group would be in the top, and the worst of each group would be in the bottom. Obviously, yes, you know because that just seems fair. I guess to a certain extent, because it's like if you get picked as like the snatch Lorette that each guy wants, yeah. then <coughs> do you think I they mean, asked him which one do you think was the worst, and that's how they picked the bottom two? I mean, did you did they really have to? Well, I don't think Valentina deserved to be in the bottom. No, nope. so I don't. But again, right, Gia by default was Absolutely. going to be in the bottom. Absolutely. There's no, there's no. Yes. But if Gia's in the bottom. Really, compared to anybody else who could have been in the bottom, the other person was staying. Right. I mean, that's why it doesn't matter. Like, it it doesn't matter. You could have put like the only other options were Monet or Monique. And who is going to send Monet or Monique home against Gia? I think they threw Valentina in the mix because they wanted to be like, let's see if either of these two girls have the nerve to send Valentina home because that made it difficult. Yes. That made it difficult because there's no way you're sending Monet or Monique home. But Valentina, she still has a question mark above her head. I don't agree with that at all. I'm, I think it would have been just as shady if they had had, um, I mean, uh, like you said earlier, I think regardless of who was in that position, yeah. it was going to be Gia. It would have had to been, well, let's see what happens on the next episode because that, that could be I, a, well, but, but you a see what I'm burner. saying? Like with, with yeah. Valentina, everybody likes Monet. Everybody likes Monique. Valentina is the question mark in terms of... I don't agree. I think... And I think the conversation Trinity and Manila had as soon as they got in the workroom, I think that Trinity was warning her more about the fan base than she was about the competition as a whole. (gasps) Ooh, you're right. I I didn't think about it that way. I forgot that, you know, there are those little rose emojis out there. doesn't know that uh, fan base. Like, she doesn't know what that is. Oh, but she has to know of it. (laughs) She is well aware, I'm sure. Yeah. And, Um, And because of this leak, because of what happens, Yeah. She's been getting... Oh, lots of hate. Manila from... has been getting a lot of hate from the fan base because she sent Gia home, which is I I, I don't un, I don't understand that. Like I want to meet these fans of Gia's. 
I want to find out who likes like not and not even being I'm happy shady. with coexisting and not you know. I I want to know who looks at Gia in in terms of her talent and compassion and like honestly what you would say that like because you mean like a girl who's not terribly talented but like but you imagine love if she had her. sent Valentina home. Ooh. well that wouldn't have worked out. That's, I wouldn't want to leave you know. my house. Um. I think it's very interesting, though, considering that she didn't send her home, that when Manila asks Valentina to show her mercy when, like, if the situations were reversed, Valentina simply says, I would never ask you to do that. Right. Like, wow. Mic drop. Yep. Like, she was calling her bluff. Yes. That's what she was doing. Yeah. And also giving us great television in the process. And challenging Manila? <laughs> that, because, like... I mean, whether or not that actually swayed Manila, because honestly, I think Manila was just pulling like her leg. Like, I don't think that she was going to actually. Send I don't agree. Home. I think the reading challenge really like um, mm. it shook her because Valentina's read to Manila was I loved you in your season, but who's the booger now, bitch? Like, I think that set the tone for how their relationship was going to work out. And I mean, we'll see, you know, in the, the future weeks. But I think I think that. Uh, Valentina making like making that read toward her. I think it started a little bit of the um, of Manila getting in her head because like she fucked up the following week really bad. So True. anyway, hmm. we're not here to we're not here to dismantle or not dismantle. We're not here to uh, dissect Manila. Um, let's talk about oh, the lip sync for your legacy. Um, oh wait, do we want to talk about how I think it was clear from the editing that we knew that both girls had picked Gia. That's never happened. Oh, before. well, I mean, Valentina has such a long name. Like, right. But that's my point is that yeah. they usually never show. Okay. So with Trinity, Trinity walked up to get her lipstick first and she, in her confessional said, I have an obvious choice to make. Gia has to go home. They then show Manila go up there and she's touching the box, doing the usual thing that the girls do. And then they show her holding a lipstick and the name is the only part you don't see, but you see that. Um, her thumb is far enough over on the mm-hmm. lips on the lipstick where if it had been Valentina's name, you would have seen yeah. letters. They've never they've they never, never show the lipstick. They've head never on. given us a clearer picture of who they're picking as they're picking the lipstick. Yeah. It's never happened before. So interesting. interesting. I just, you know, put on your tin hats. Mm. Um <laughs> <laughs> your tinfoil hats. Um the lip sync song is How Will I Know by Whitney Houston. Which is I feel like a tough song to, like, really wow an audience with. Like, it's, I agree. Um, yeah. It's, like, maybe, like, a crowd pleaser if it's, like, you at 3.45 in the morning where, like, everyone's, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, wasted. Yeah, Agreed. but, like, but, feeling good. And feeling, like, really, really good. Yeah. But, like, for this to be, like, a lip sync where you got to take out another girl, like... This is a difficult number. Yeah. And that's what was so fun about it, I think, because how will I know it's not it's not like a, a you know, like a standard, I think, in terms of like drag lip syncs, like at least in my, you know, when I think of Whitney Houston and I think of songs that I want to see done. I like this song, but it's not one I think of. Right. But this is kind of those like killing them with like kindness type of things because it's such a sweet song mm. and it's an earlier song. So like I think that you I mean, and and I I think Manila did it really well, where she played up like the sweetness that right. that was right. that that uh, that Whitney Houston was known for early in freshness too, early in her career, and particularly uh. with the song. Bueno, you know. So <laughs> I I really enjoyed seeing. I liked what they both did, but I really enjoyed 
Manila's like interpretation of the song. It was just fun. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um it was a little jarring to see her do it dressed almost as like, like Sandy Cher. from Greece, yeah. but if she right. were, I don't know. Like it was it was a little it, it was very Cher. You're it was right. very Cher. But the outfit it was the no, hair was no, also very Whitney, I think. I think I think I think the the what? I'm just being a hater. I think <laughs> the denim, the the leather jacket is what was like the most share part of the whole thing. Like, if yeah. you, you know, because of all of that. But the hair was very Whitney. Yeah. As well, that like triangular kind of super curling. Looking. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Also, those were cute boots that she was wearing. If we're if we're talking about boots, talking about boots, 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 boots. I love I love the dress that was boots under it, down. and like you know. Um, I loved what Trinity was wearing. I sort of expected a reveal because it sort of it looked like she was wearing a uh, a corset underneath the jacket, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to see the whole thing sort of unobstruct- unobstructed. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Um, so yeah, we never got that. Maybe she'll post photos. Who knows? Um, so Manila wins the lip sync. She sends home Gia Gunn, and um, I really feel like Manila strategically created a speech much like Shangela did the week that she sent home Chi Chi to um, kind of make Valentina shit her pants. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Just a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Absolutely. Now. Um, well, are we gonna? Are we even asking this question? Asking what question? Did they send the... Oh, no, no, home? no. Oh, I thought that's what, what you were saying. What I'm saying is so after they make the choice, after Manila makes her choice and all yes. the girls rush on stage, Uh-oh. did you notice how Trinity and Manila were both kind of walking toward... Well, Trinity was walking toward Valentina, right? Because she was behind her. And Manila was walking toward Valentina to like give her a hug. And as soon as, as, soon as Trinity came in, Valentina gave her a hug and literally like like Manila had to do like a jig to like distract from the fact that like she had been like shut out, you know? I feel that that was more of a Valentina and a Trinity having like a sisters like mm-hmm. sisters uh from the same season having a moment be like bitch, I'm saved. Like, oh, yes, bitch. So yeah. you don't think Valentina was being even a tiny bit strategic? Cause I, cause I feel like th- I feel like this might, and I know nothing, but I feel like Valentina is keeping this one in her head oh, and being like, absolutely, like oh, that yes. bitch, like that oh, bitch scared me when yes. she had no intention of sending my ass home. Oh no, huh. yes, it's gonna be in her oh, Rolodex. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I just yes, like yeah, because I would. I mean, it could have also just been like she she was stuck in the moment. Mm-hmm. I I get that completely. She had a breakdown when she was eliminated on season nine. Yeah. so it right. makes sense. Um. So, um. Yes, they sent the right girl home. I think we can absolutely. All agree. Thank like, God. Gia, I don't know, girl. Like, bye. What was she doing there in the first place? Yeah, that's Ooh. what I want to know. And it's like, and don't try and convince us that you did not mean any of this. Like, this is not editing. Like, nope. you mm-hmm. you interrupted people. It, it, it was just it was unsportsman like behavior. Like Latrice said, I think it's. And me goes beyond that. The, but. the thing is, is I think that if you're gonna blame the editing, you need to be thankful for the editing because I think they made you look better than if they had shown the whole <laughs> So, with that, um, let's talk about this listener question we got. Um, our listener Leah wrote in, and she had a couple of thoughts on All Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts with, uh, talking about Monique's branding and how it needs to stop. And, um, and she says, it's so obvious that Monique is producing herself. What was 
charming and organic about Monique's confessionals on her season is now annoying because they feel forced and amped up. She acted the most natural in the workroom when sticking up for Farah. Her drag is more expensive this time, but it is still messy, and I suspect she is deliberately tossing her wig around in another attempt to produce herself. This is something that I hadn't even really thought about. Mm I mean, me neither. I feel like Monique is being is is producing herself quite yeah. a bit. I mean, but like, who wouldn't? Um, I think that the perception of, I guess, maybe the little tiny bit of charm that comes from the wig flying is wrong in her brain. I think that's what's going on. She thinks that it's like a cute little ha 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 ha. I threw my wig in the air, and it's like no. Production is not enjoying this. RuPaul is not yeah. enjoying this. Like, like accidents are not cute anymore. Right. I mean, they're never cute, but it's like you can't you they, can't rely on every boo boo to be like a thing. They are cute in, on the initial season, but on All Stars, everything mm. has to be like manicured down yeah. to whatever. Yeah. And like you just came off of your season, and I get that, like. Right. You know, you're like launched into it much the way that, you know, like Ginger and Katya were on on their season of All Stars. However, like you came back with more money. Costumes have been stunning thus far. Like, so. Well, but how much more money? Because it had only been maybe they were in what the second month of the show airing when they were called for All Stars mm-hmm. 4. Like there wasn't a lot of time for them to really work the way that some of these other girls mm-hmm. have. And I'm talking about Monique and Monet. Yeah. Um, they, they didn't have as much time, mm-hmm. you know, to really develop their well, brand and, and to make more money. And, Monet even said you know, that she have was, more stuff in their arsenal. Yeah. Monet even said that day. when she was cast, she had to make really tough decisions, you yeah. know, for all stars as to like which look she was going to like pour money into and which ones were not going to be like so elaborate. Right. And, and but I'm, what I mean is that I think that, I mean, I didn't think there was a huge issue with Monique's costumes on the first uh, her season anyway. Like, Ooh. you know, she wore that like feathered dress. Like that was stunning. You know, like it was great. I just think that like this season, her looks have been consistently good. They're cohesive. Yeah. They look well made. Forget about expensive. Because like you can make anything look expensive if it's made True. well. Um, but like you have these costumes, then just be put together. Mm-hmm. Make sure things stay on. Like, that's kind of it, you know? Like, everything else is great. You don't have to, like... Like, we like you as you are. You're a great performer, but, like... But the, the thing it's with too her much sometimes. is, like, do you like yourself? Do you love yourself? I think she's drinking the Kool-Aid. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, she's had enough fans from... She's from Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. Kansas City, Missouri? Mm-hmm. Yes. She had a, a large enough fan base in, in her hometown that, you know, I think that she believes that this is, like, the highest place. And that sucks. I mean, just as a creative person, I think that the concept of that really sucks because it's like you never Absolutely. want no, to be at the destination. Never. You always want to be on the journey. No, That's just how that should be. Um, Leah then also says, I can't take my eyes off of Valentina, but her confessionals sound fake. What do you think, Kesa? Do her confessions More sound fake? More than fake, they sound... Uh, they're calculated. Yeah. They're Pro- calculated. Produced. It's yeah. produced. She is there playing a role. Yeah. But in a good way. Yeah. You know, and like, is that fake? If it's fake, I think sure, but it's very entertaining. Right. Yes. Highly entertaining. A lot like her confessionals on, on her original season were. You know, they were like or more some than of anything, the... now she knows like what the role that needs to mm-hmm. be played is mm-hmm. and yeah. she's doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, she then says, I think Gia walked over to interrupt Farah pleading her case to Monet because she saw that her manufactured feud storyline for the season was about to be sent home. So uh, she had to wrap it up quickly and make herself look good by apologizing. Big fail. Um, I also had not thought of this, but, but this is... It makes perfect I'm sense. exactly what was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I, yeah. I just don't, um, well, wait, I think that that was part of what was going on. I think the other part is that I think Gia wanted to take every single opportunity to sabotage Farah that she could. Right. And this was her last chance to do more. Um, and then uh, the last thing, and I just really appreciate this. Um, she writes, as always, I love how specific your critiques are on the queen's wigs, makeup and costume construction, because I feel like sometimes we go in really deep uh-huh. and I'm like, do they even care? Do they even care? Like they do care. They do care. You they do, do love care. us. Oh my God. They do love us. <laughs> Thank you for the validation. <laughs> Never felt more seen. Oh. See or <laughs> heard. It, it makes it makes me <laughs> screenshotting. No scene, no scene, scene. It scene, makes me scene, screenshotting scene. and printing out all these context sheets every time we do an episode. It feels like it's worth right, it. Now. It's like detailed, y'all. Like girl, and before Robert, like I think two seasons ago, Robert was like, you know, instead of because I would write out detailed like descriptions of I the outfits. Remember. Oh yes, you were here for that. I've been here and for I all yeah, of it. and I and it's Robert not was her like first time at the rodeo. You know, Thank we you. could just <laughs> he said we could just like you print know, them out. Print them out and I was like, "Oh, yeah. what?" Yeah, technology. Yes. Thank you, girls. So we Thank got that VH1 you. money. Right? <laughs> 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 the <cool> sponsorship. Um, <laughs> nope. Nope. We got that leaked episode money, so it's easy to screen capture. That's right. what we have. Right. Um, but thank you, Leah, for that. Yes. Thank Very you. much appreciated. Thank you. And thank you for your continued support. Yeah. Um, well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much, Kesa. Ay, muchas gracias, muchachita. Gracias por el pernil. Gracias por, uh, por el shit talking. Ah! <laughs> thank you for the friendship. Thank you for the support. Love you always and forever. Yeah. Uh, team Stacey Lane Matthews. Work. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners so they can follow you on social media and what you have coming up? Um, I don't know where you all can follow follow me on social media i uh, know it's lady Kesa <laughs> dia everywhere and anywhere but you can catch me live and in color the first saturday of every month at a latinx dance party called yes mama that's the name of the dance party yes mama at come on everybody that's the name of the men of the venue in uh, brooklyn so that's the first saturday of every month yes mama work uh well we are grizzly kiki on everything that means facebook twitter and instagram be sure to follow us there you can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com and we'll read them on the air and don't forget to subscribe on itunes and cash us on spotify so until next time bye, bye. Buenas noches, bendita. bye.